Good evening, everyone. I hope you're doing great um, and you had a great weekend. Sorry, I can't even talk. Um, so welcome to the Grace, Peace, and Balance uh, podcast. This is Gabby Abdelgadir, and today I have an amazing and inspiring lady that I'm interviewing. Her name is Becky Prater. She is a life transformation coach who specializes in helping people know thyself, heal thyself, and create a life plan with actionable steps that will lead to their ideal future. Becky understands to be successful in business or make the difference you were put on this earth to make. You need to release emotional blocks and limiting behaviors and set power intentions to get the universe working with, for you. It helps to begin with an overarching life plan that includes all aspects of life, including career, family, health, and wealth. Becky is a healer, employing various methods of healing in her practice, including Reiki energy healing, NLP, and the REM process. Becky is also the author of Life Transformed, Six Steps to a Future Beyond Your Imagination, and it's available on Amazon and um, other bookstores as well. So here we go. Becky, welcome to my podcast. Thank you. It's an honor to be a part of this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, Becky, um, I know that people would know what Reiki Energy Healing is in NLP. Can you briefly explain what the RIM process is exactly? Yeah, so the RIM process is sort of a technique. It's a technique to help people excavate emotions and energy blocks and limiting behaviors. It's kind of uh, it's a little bit hard to describe because it's a, I take a person through a process, okay. uh, like a dialogue, and, mm-hmm. and they tap into their subconscious or imagination to bring out or bring about the answers. Um, and it gives you a chance to understand where behaviors originated in your life and it helps you to kind of regenerate those images in memory, which is what R-I-M stands for, regenerating images in memory. And by doing that, you release the hold they have on your life. It's so incredible. Okay. It's the most amazing process. It takes about an hour, and it's just uh, actually it takes, really fun. It takes about an hour? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's, that that's amazing. I would love to try that one time. I guess. Absolutely. Yes. It should oh be my fantastic. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like you, about well, yourself. Like you have children, you're married, you're single. Yeah. I've been married for 30 years, which is amazing. I got married pretty young. I have two okay. kids who are beyond my imagination amazing. Um, I have been an uh, entrepreneur pretty much my whole life. And uh, because I, my original business was in fashion, and I live in Colorado, and there's no fashion in Colorado the okay. way that I envisioned it. So I had to – I've really been involved in fashion as a career, and mm-hmm. most recently had a business designing yoga clothing. So I did that for about 12 years, and I just recently sold that. Oh. Okay. And now, what, now you focus on being a coach. 
Yes. Okay. So this is the interesting thing. Um, what happened to me when I was in the entrepreneurial position, when I had all these different businesses, I kept coming upon, oh, I kept getting to the point where I felt like, gosh, this isn't going the way I want it to go. I feel like I'm not as successful as I need to be. And I realized that my problem was that I had a relationship to money that was not very conducive to making it. So I worked with this shaman, and uh, I went to a bunch of different shaman training classes, and in it I recognized that I was saying to money, oh, no, I have everything I need. I am just fine. I don't need you. And I realized that was not the way to interact with money if I needed money to have a sustainable business. And so I started trying to figure out how to release myself from that limiting belief of not needing money. And so it's through that process that I learned all these different techniques of healing and then wrote the book because this, you know, you can do the secret, ask, believe, receive. And if you have a block to it, you're never going to get there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, my, my problem with money is I make good money. It comes in, it goes out as fast as it comes in. <laughs> yes. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Okay. So I think this is your passion because I know, like, uh, we are on the same course um, uh, training, you and I, like with the Jack Canfield Success Principles Trainer. So yeah. I know anybody who is in that group is very passionate about helping people, which is yeah. a great thing. So let's talk about your book. Okay. So what inspired you to write this book? I, by the way, did I tell you that I love the title of it? Oh, thank Life you. Life Transformation, Six Steps to a Future Beyond Your Imagination. I simply love the title. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I was inspired based on my own experiences. Like, okay, this is what I know to be true. I okay. kept hearing people say, you envision your future. And I yeah. thought, wait a minute. That can't be true. That can't be true. It cannot be based on my limited ability to conceive of the future. It can't be. Mm-hmm. Because that would mean I'm gonna, I, I have the opportunity to be a teacher, a coach. Um, like I could think of five jobs for myself. And yeah. I believe that the real truth is that there's incredible opportunities out there that we don't know about that we're perfectly capable of doing. Yeah. And so that I so I I I just was sure of that. So I've done so much work in trying to figure out how you know, how do you tap into that? How do we get the universe to say or to say, Yes, I will honor your wishes and bring you something even better than that. And so the book is like an invitation to define what those wishes are and what our kind of parameters are, what we do know we want, and then allow the universe to bring to us the perfect job that matches that and is more than what we could ever imagine, plus is based on what the universe knows our capabilities are versus what we believe our capabilities are. Because, you know, I might think of... I don't know. Okay, here's a, here's a good question, Gabby. Mm-hmm. Imagine a spectrum of capability in your own mind, one being not at all capable, 10 being supremely capable. What yeah. number pops into your mind as where you fit on that spectrum? Just pops in like that. For You're your own asking case. me? 
Yeah, I would say nine. Nine. Oh, my God. That's incredible. So Thank you, you see yourself as extremely capable. Yes, I do, indeed. Oh, my goodness. That is so great. Well, you know what I don't think most people do? <laughs> yeah, I know, eh? I think most people think of themselves as maybe around a four. And mm-hmm. while that's understandable because, you know, we always know people that are better or more capable than us, the truth is we are capable and willing to do whatever it takes to make our passions happen. Yes. Once we once we set out to do that. And if you don't know something, you just figure it out. Yeah. And then ask, remember? A whole yeah. module about ask, ask, ask. Ask, ask, ask. Ask yeah. somebody if you yeah. don't know. Yeah. Look for, ask the universe to bring in the right teacher. Yeah. The right people into your life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. yes. Yes. Okay, so what do you think there are so many... Um, transformational books out there. What makes your book unique in your opinion? Well, the idea of it being beyond your imagination, the six steps to a future beyond your imagination, that to me is the unique point about it. I think there's like three things that are. That idea, the idea that that our job is not to um, imagine the perfect future for ourselves in the exact form. So like for me to say, um, I want to be a teacher, like I can think of how many jobs could I have as a teacher, university professor, um, I could teach a high school, but mm-hmm. I think I'm limited in my ability to that be my possible future. And mm-hmm. so when, when I, so I talk about in the book, defining the must-haves, what do I know I need to have in my future to make me happy for a job? And so I might define my must-haves as um, I want to teach. I want to teach exactly the stuff that I am passionate about. I want yes. to travel, and I want to be properly compensated for the work that I do. And you know what? Honestly, I don't even, most of the rest of the stuff I don't really, I'm not really attached to, like where it is, how, you know, who I'm teaching, none of that. I mean, I'm happy yes. to teach what I teach. Anywhere, yeah. Anyone. Okay, so... That idea that we put down our must-haves and then, and you will recognize this too because this is what Jack talks about too, as does Greg Braden and Bruce Lipton, the idea that we then transform those must-haves into intention statements as though we're already grateful for having what we want. Does that sound familiar? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Act as if. Ask, yes, act as if. So I recommend, and I know, again, Jack does this too, the vision board idea. So mm-hmm. the vision boards I help pe- people create contain the intention statement as though a person already has it. And then I have a person set up their vision board based on the feng shui principles of what we call the bagua. And what the bagua is, do you, are you familiar with that? I am a feng shui expert, if I may. Oh, my gosh. You told me <laughs> There is so much you don't know about me, do you? Oh, I know about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. So you totally know this. So it's about, um, so, you know, a person takes a piece of paper and divides it into nine, um, nine whatever, squares, mm-hmm. and then 
each one of them is labeled according to how it sits in the Bagua. So you have the career, you have travel and helpful people, creativity and children, love, reputation, yeah. wealth, all that. And yeah. so in each of those boxes, you put your intention for that aspect of life. Yeah. That corresponds with that. And I believe, for some reason, to me, that feels like a supercharged vision board. Absolutely. Do you have that on your book? Is it added in I your book? Do. Yeah, it's in my book. It's also on my website. In fact, I have um, a lot of these tools that are just accessible through my website. Okay, like yeah, because I will be, yeah, for the sake of our listeners, I will be posting um, Becky's um, Facebook page and her website um, online. Like when I post my podcast, I will be adding all the um, the full name, the title, the uh, website, the Facebook page, and all that stuff. So you can okay. go out and check her out there. And mm-hmm. I've started your book, but I haven't been so much and then a new book came out from uh, what my friends call uh, the boyfriend is um, <laughs> you know um, John Grisham yes okay so I'm addicted to his books okay so that <laughs> is the break that I take every time he gets he has a new book out I have to stop everything I was reading and oh, then okay. I have to read his book. I'm just addicted to him, this guy. So the girls, my friends, they say, oh, your boyfriend has a new book out if I hadn't, if they did notice it before me. So I'm reading that, his latest at Christmas. Actually, my boss got it for me. So, so that is why I stopped reading your book, although I started it. So I will, as soon as I finish John Grisham, I will just continue. But I'm, you're getting me all excited now about adding all this functional stuff and the squares yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that you know that. I also wanted to say the one thing about the book is that the book is about the reader. And that to yeah. me is such an important thing. It's, you know, I, feel, I have like stories of how I've used some of these techniques in it, but it's really about a person doing the work. And so yeah. I've heard from a lot of people that they're not ready, they started and they're like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. And if that's the case, and you might want to do this too, Gabby, is mm. when you start doing the work, if it's too overwhelming, pick one aspect from that Bagua chart and do the work just for one aspect. So right now you might be thinking, I've got to do something about my relationship to money. And Mm -hmm. you might then do just the activities for wealth and abundance and leave the rest, don't do anything about the rest until that that pressing issue comes up and do it again, do the process Mm -hmm. again at a later time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So you feel like this book is going to be very helpful to people? Of course oh. I do. I do, but I just mm-hmm. want to hear it from you. Well, I really do. If people you know, I guess it really it would take one day if you said, Okay, I'm gonna take the day, I'm gonna read the book, you could do the whole thing in a day, like I think you could read it in two hours and fill in the blanks right in the book, create mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a feng shui vision board and put that whole thing away, never look at it again, and your life will change. Oh, wow. It'll shift. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, with any self-help book, mm-hmm. the fact that you have the book changes some, changes mm-hmm. you some. The fact that you open it up and read it with some intention, even part of it, shifts mm-hmm. your life. Yes, absolutely. So what are the three core ideas of your book? 
well, like I said before, the idea that we cannot be limited by our ability to conceive of the future we want for ourselves. True. Yeah. I think that's such an important thing because we, if we have to, I was just teaching a class in a, in a high school this week, and mm-hmm. our job was to come up with, with potential jobs for creative people. And you know those students could think of maybe four or five jobs. And what we really needed them to do is figure out what aspects of the job they want. What do they see themselves capable of doing and wanting to do? And allow the universe to bring the perfect job to the person based on their idea of what they want in a job, not specifically the job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You know what? Mike Dooley talks about this too. Do you know who Mike Dooley is? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't worry about, like, so much how it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, don't get involved in the details of it, essentially, is kind of what he says. So that's one thing. Okay, and the other thing, like we talked about before, is the spectrum of capability. And mm-hmm. I believe that um, the, one of the core ideas is that you are capable of so much more than you actually give yourself credit for. And the important thing is to allow the universe to determine your capability rather than it being limited by your own idea of yourself. Yeah, or by your fears, or by, yeah. Oh, oh my God, by your fears, yes, that's so important. <laughs> and, and then the other, the last one, the other main thing is the idea of being grateful for already having it. Like yeah. that feeling, the gratefulness in your heart mm-hmm. aligns you with the vibration of what it is you want. And it's when we align with that vibration that we bring that into our life. Yeah, absolutely. That is huge, the the gratitude thing. Like everywhere oh. I turn, like all I hear is people complaining, whether it's the weather or it's their job or it's that colleague or it's that family member. Complain, 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 complain. I am sick of it. Like, you know what? Like people who used to call just to complain, I Gratefully, I have, like, not been answering the phone and been telling them I'm busy, I'm sorry. They're, like, as far away as possible from my life right now. Um, Because they put you, like, I don't care who they are, like, whether they're family or an old friend or whatever. If they're calling you just to complain all the time, somehow they're leaving you in a negative position, like in a negative energy. Yeah. Yes, sometimes we need to listen to our friends, right? We need to advise Mm -hmm. them and all that. But if it becomes like on a daily routine thing and consistent thing, then you need to put a stop to it. And then the complaining thing is like, okay, you don't like your job, then get over it. Start looking for another, right? Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you can start looking while you're still on the job. Look for something better. Maybe you'll be much happier than the other, but stop it. Stop complaining. Like, I don't know. I have, like, it's people are just lacking. I find people are lacking gratitude big time. Yeah. Be like, no oh. matter how tough my day has been, I never go to bed without saying thank you. Ever. Oh, that is beautiful. Yeah. That's just That's just beautiful. Yeah, and like I have my challenges, but I don't focus on that. I deal with it, and then every night when I go to bed, the first thing is I say thank you. When I wake up, the first thing is I say thank you before I say my prayer or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, good. That's the answer. That's exactly the answer. Exactly. So what is one thing that you can share with the audience right now to help them? 
I'm glad you asked that because uh, this really is about it's about the reader, it's about the audience, it's really yes. about the listener for sure. Yeah, you are uniquely qualified to help the people you are put on this earth to help. Yes. Everything that's happened to you, both positive and negative, have prepared you to connect with a certain audience. Yes. It's like if you you can't speak about divorce unless you've gone through divorce. If you've had a tragic upbringing, it's, you're the one uniquely qualified to help people who have had tragic upbringing. Yes. And so I, no matter what you've gone through in this, in this world or life, uh-huh. you have the opportunity and I think responsibility to wake up and figure your stuff out so you can help other people that you are uniquely qualified to help. And that's kind of the call. Like that's what I... I call people to do that. You know, that's what Jack's doing. Wake up and do something. Change yeah. your part of the world. You have such a unique capability at doing that, no yeah. matter what's happened to you. And I love that so much. Yeah, me too. My God, this is powerful. Yeah, this is yeah. powerful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I can't wait to finish uh, Mr. Grisham and then dig into your book, and I'm sure I will share it with friends or I will at least send them the link to Thank buy you. it because what we discussed just now is a lot of my friends would be very much interested in. Good. So, yeah. Okay. So, oh, my God, I just really enjoyed our podcast. Anything else you want to add, Becky? Um, well, you know, the only other little statement I would want to say is this. The whole process begins with knowing yourself, like going internally and knowing who you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, your desires, Mm -hmm. and then being grateful for having the life you intend to have. Those are the main things about the book, the main things I think we really need people to join us in this quest. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and Gabby, thank you so much for letting me share and be on this podcast you did today. It was my pleasure. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. That was deep. A lot of insight in there, a lot of advice in there, and I hope everybody just listens to this and goes to Amazon and grab a copy of your book, and um, I can't wait to dig into it myself, and uh, you and I, I'm sure, will get in touch. And uh, God bless. Thank you so much for being in my podcast. Oh, my great pleasure. Thank you. Okay, take care. All right, bye-bye. Okay, good night, everybody, and thank you for um, listening to my podcast, The Grace, Peace, and Balance. Take care.